you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. And it's another one, y'all. We got another dope episode of Open Bar Talk with Jim Search. I'm very excited uh, to have our guest on. I'm going to introduce him in just a moment. Uh, Before we get into that, I'm going to tell you where you can find the podcast. Anywhere where you download a podcast is where you can get us. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, underneath your car, wherever you find a podcast, that's where we are. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Give five stars. That would be super dope. Uh, if you want to find, uh, if you want to find the show to email us, here's how you do that. Openbartalk at gmail.com. That is the place to drop uh, some fan mail and tell us what you think about the show. It'd be super great. Uh, if you're wondering who I am, I am Jim Search. You can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can go on all social media, find me at Jim Search. I make it super easy to get a hold of me. Now, Without further ado, I'm very excited to have uh, this guest on. You know, he has uh, been in the bar game for 20 years uh, out in L.A. Uh, he's got a really dope uh, YouTube page, uh, Food Flash. Go check it out. Uh, I'll show you how to make some wonderful drinks. I want you to give it up for John Durham III. How are you, sir? How's it going, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? I got to live up to dope. You've set the bar pretty high. There, so I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, dope is a relative concept, sir. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, what's, 2020 what is, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a dope asterisk. Uh, yeah, just don't will. fall over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just if you're breathing in ten toes, ten fingers, uh, no. it's fine. Um, but uh, there. Yeah. yeah, we're, we're hopefully <laughs> we'll we'll get through this. I think. Right. Um, but how's everything going, man? How how you living out in L.A.? It's great, man. Good to see. I mean, you know, again, relative term. I mean, I will say it's like 75 and sunny here. So I don't know what it's like in New York right now, but there are some advantages, you know, to it. At least I can go outside and walk socially yeah. based but yeah, yeah. It's, it's good doing all right yeah doing it's fine. good good well you know i will say you know i've got some friends out in la and uh one of them was telling me he's like you know what jim i'm not going to tell you the temperature today <laughs> and i was like i can look that up on my own you're right, right. if i wanted to find that out i could do that um but get it down is. To 50 last night yeah it was pretty uh I had to Ooh. close the window. Yeah. I was going to say, that's, uh, that's bone chilling, John. Yes, You're a yes. bone, bone chiller out there. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, let's, uh, so let's talk a little bit about the bartending game, man. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into it. What was your kind of motivation or what was your well, origin you know, a, story, if you will? A pretty uncommon story of, you know, moving out to L.A. to be an actor and bartending. I know that's it's probably uh, – Pretty novel, but uh, yeah, I know I've been, you know, waiting tables and stuff since like 18, uh, came out here. I was working at a, I did a lot of catering, stuff like that. Uh, working at a bar in Los Feliz was called Michael's room. That's, it's long gone. It's, it's still a bar. It's something else now. Who knows? Actually, who knows if they're still open, but, um, yeah, I kind of got thrown back the bartender didn't show up and they're like, John, can you bartend? I'm like, uh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I knew how to, I knew because I thought I knew what was in drinks that I knew how to bartend. And that's not, you know, the case that I get like, Oh, you know, vodka tonic. I'm like, easy. Ice in the glass, vodka, 
put it down, get the gun, tonic. You know, the, the waitress comes up and be like, John, you're like, wham, boom. Like, oh, wow, that does make it a lot <laughs> faster to do it <laughs> at the same time. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a trial by fire, but uh, it worked out, you know, and then, then I kept doing it from there. It's funny when you, you said, you know, we we're talking about coming on here and I was thinking, God, I've only been doing this since like 2002. Because in my mind, like 2002 is like five years ago. Right. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> like, oh, wait, no, that is like 18 years I've been doing it's, this. So, yeah. It's a little, just as a side note, it's like crazy to think that someone born in 2000 is 20. Right. They'll like be, they're they drinking, legally drinking next year. Yeah. I yeah. They'll, they'll legally be drinking as of next year. And it's like, well, but wait a minute. That's not possible. You have to be like, you have to be born like before 1981 yeah. to drink. I don't, don't, don't it, My dad was my age. He had me in college. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I really, really need to get my stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, that's a whole, whole other podcast that's, as to why yeah, that, that, that that's, that's a, a different episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> as to why this sometimes that, that, that is not where we are right now. So, uh, so kind of like a, uh, ambush of like, Hey, you're going to bartend and you're like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Were you, so like, I mean, what were like, do you remember kind of like the first, uh, feelings around that? Like, were you nervous? Were you like, shit, I don't know what I'm doing. Or was it like, Uh, fake it till you make it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like everything else (laughs) that's kind of gotten me this far. Um, yeah, you know, you, I was too busy to be worried, but yeah, it, it was rough. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of, like I said, a lot of easy drinks, but, you know, some come back and like a Negroni and I'm like, oh, shit, what, you know, and I'm like, and, you know, I have my phone out and I'm like <laughs> Googling stuff, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not good. That's not a good thing to be, but, you know, and uh, picked it up. You pick it up real quick, you know. You know? How, how long would you say, if you remember, like, was there a kind of moment where you're just like, oh, I got this, you know what I mean? Like, was there... Kind of, um, when when do you feel like your feet were underneath you as a bartender? I I think just you know you don't even think about it. It becomes like a like learning a language. How you always translate it back into the language that you speak, you know. And then you get to a point where you realize, oh wait, he he asked me something in Spanish, and I just responded in Spanish without translating it back into English. You know, right? It becomes like that. So when when drink tickets were coming up or, or waiters were coming up saying drinks. Um, I could keep having a conversation with somebody and while, while I'm making their drink and not have to think about Uh, every now and again, you know, somebody, and honestly, like, you know, and there's a Hollywood bar. So we get kids in there and they want like, let me get a a purple Jesus whamma slam or something. And you're like, just order a martini. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's in that. Just tell tell me what's in it and I'll make it. So the kind of stuff, you know, you'd be like, okay, like you don't know what's in a purple Jesus slam a bam. I'm like, no, because I'm not. (laughs) And you just made it up. So like, that's also why I don't, no, it's, it's four ounces of rum and sugar. Yeah, okay. You know, exactly, because so. you're like, 22. Just, yeah, yeah, grow up, drink a martini that's nothing but alcohol. You'll love it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It, it will get you where you need yeah. to be. I assure you that. Right. Um, so... So you're, so you're in the game, right? Um, what, like, what are some of those like first, uh, I guess the, or like the, the, the big memories you have of bartending? Cause I mean, like if, you know, over, you know, 20, like 20 years in the game, like how much crazy shit have you seen? My my career has changed a lot too. I mean, I was, um, I was bartending and, uh, Actually, I, I met our mutual friend Darian in my nascent stand-up career, and he was awesome, helped me out, and you know, uh, he he hosted nights and invited me stuff like that. 
Um, and then I stopped and I got a corporate job at Fox Studios. I was a, a food and beverage manager over mm-hmm. there. Um, so basically took me out from behind the bar. In that case, I was managing the bars for special events and stuff like that. Right. Um, whole lot of pressure, as you can imagine, on stuff. Because like you're, we're feeding shows, we're feeding you know, the, the president of the studio, and like we're doing premieres and stuff like that. Um, and it really, uh, it, it, I really actually really missed bartending at that point. You know, <laughs> I, I, I was, you know, I was responsible for it all, but then, you know, if the guy's screwing up a drink or, or spills a drink on Spielberg or something like that, that's, that's on me. And I'm like, ah, this sucks. So it was, it was, you know, nothing against the studio or anything else. It just wasn't a fit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I went back and did a lot of, uh, catering and I've spent most of the time now in the past 10 years have not been behind uh, like at, at a, an establishment, but lots of catering all over town at every level, you know, uh, again, being in, you know, some movie stars house doing that to, down to a bar mitzvah or something. Not so, you know, Oh shit. But did, you know, different, <laughs> different things. You're but, disrespecting uh, someone's bar mitzvah. I, no, no, no. Well, God, I tell you, the, 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 the worst clients are 13 year old boys that come to a bar. Talk about demanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, yes, no, but it, like I said, in the early, the two thousands, I was working at a couple bars in Hollywood um, and I was, I was telling you before, we had some incidents for like, uh, there was a birthday party we did for an actor who I will not name. He was on, he was on married with children. Uh, that probably narrows it down a lot. Uh, so yeah. you imagine a lot of it, it was a lot of, it was a lot of B and C list people in there. And I can tell I you been doing this for a while. Uh, a list celebrities are awesome. For the most part, they, they're not demanding. They're like, hey, you know, can I get this? And they're like, they're thankful. And like, what's your name? This and that. Because they don't want you going on Twitter saying, you know, Tom Hanks is a fucking asshole. <laughs> right, right, right. It's important. Um, but the B and C list, man, it was, so this was like in, I don't know, 05 or something at this bar, Michael's room. And they were just destroying the place. They were, you know. Oh, shit. All getting shit faced. And um, I mean, they were literally like, we were worried they were going to set fire to the place because it was that bad. <laughs> oh, tables over and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, and, yeah, they're spending a lot of money. I'm pretty sure we tacked uh, uh, Gertrude on that because we knew they weren't going to tip shit, you know. And and right. it was a rough night. And you know, at the end of, at the end of the night, so we're cleaning up. It's like three in the morning. We're cleaning up, and the the busser, this girl, she, I don't know how old she was, she was, but she's like, John, John, come here, come here. And I'm like, and so we go in the women's room as they have like a little foyer before the room, and that there's a little like hutch in there with the mayor and stuff like that. And right. on the hutch, there's like this pile of cocaine. <laughs> like a mountain of cocaine. I, I look at she's like her eyes are like what? I don't think she'd ever seen it before. She's like what? What do we do? And you know this this was another this was another life. This was a while ago. But I was mm-hmm. like, you did the right thing coming to me with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'm, take care I, of it. I will take care of this. You just go on. If you go behind the bar, and I got this. I was like scoop. You know. So that was that was. A, a there. But, uh, I was gonna say that was the gratuity, <laughs> right? That was the gratuity. Yeah, no, it, it still wouldn't make up for it. Uh, fortunately, that, yeah. that wasn't too far. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland would come in there a lot, and he, the man, will drink, but he is one of the nicest guys you will ever. Oh, meet. cool! He, you know, I remember him, him saying to me, and yeah, he was like, he, talking about like the biggest tip or whatever. I, he was just dropping hundreds, and he was like, I've, and this was back, I think, when um, what was the show, the the Fox show he was on then. Um, 24 yeah when 24 was big and you know he said something like oh, i make way too much for what i do and he's just throwing money down <laughs> to the point where I'm, I'm actually like you know mr sutherland like you you gave me like are you sure and he's like yeah yeah it's fine so 
Uh, yeah, God damn, I typically man. Typically, don't drop names like that, but when they're when they're really good, <laughs> that you know, I give them all all the credit. So yeah, you know. that's. I mean, shit, man. Like, at least he acknowledged it, right? Of yeah. like. I make way too much money for what the fuck hey, I'm doing man, right know, now, man. He produces the show too. He deserves it, you know, and, and easy. So I, I, hey. I have no, I have no problem with that. So, yeah. um, that's uh, Jesus. That's uh, that's a life, man. That it was. A, it paid rent, you know. I was, you know, it's funny. Um, just uh, a couple episodes ago, I was uh, guest we had on was talking about just like how, I mean, similarly to the story of just like how you might have like a fucking psychotic customer in there, but like this guy's dropping a thousand bucks. Like, what am yeah. I going to do here, folks? Yeah, like, that's 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 something too. You talk about when you what you learn. You learn how to suck up a lot on that. Like, just. Mm-hmm let it roll off your back, you know, uh, especially when it's, when it's somebody at that level, you're like, you know what, I, they're not going to take my side on this. The owner's not going to take my side on this, whatever. Just, just let it go, you know, take, right. take the money and go. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you learn, especially in this town, you know, right. you know I'm sure in, in your town as well, you know, but if they're, they're paying you like, well, that's why I'm here, you know, you know yep. that money nice, will, that's cool. Yeah. The money spends either way, man. It's, it really right. does. Mm-hmm. So, now you so what type of places have you when you were bartending what were some of the types of bars that you were in um i first started actually back uh, a little bit in north carolina it was just a wine bar like a wine and martini bar it was really it was old clientele it was really laid back you know i was mm-hmm. making 20 drinks a night then um and then like i said coming out here i lived in los Feliz, um which is just east of hollywood basically yeah uh, and yeah you know a lot of a lot, a lot of nights where we finished closing the bar at like four and there was one bar that opened up at six. <laughs> um, but, Shit. Yeah, so like we walk out at five, like, yeah, you're going to get a drink. Yeah. Cause you, you haven't drank on all. You've just been serving them. A couple of times we go there and I tell you, there's nothing more sad or depressing than a bar at 6am <laughs> when they're opening I, up. Uh, you know, there's people in there who like, you know, they, they set their alarm to go in there and you're like, Ooh, wow, that's, this is their day, you know? Right. And right. It was like, it was novel and fun for like five minutes. And then you're just like, Oh man. And the bar, you know, it, it's, they haven't cleaned the carpet or anything. It still smells like the night before and whatever else. And you're like, oh. this seemed like a good idea. <laughs> I think we should just, I'm just going to go home and, you know, go to bed. So. And drink there. Yeah. Or... Pretty, yeah, exactly. Right. So. Um, so now have you like, so what were like, uh, so you worked like, uh, nightclubs, I'm assuming while you're out there um, at any point catering. Yes. I, I've never really worked directly for a club. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, they, they want hot 21 year old women. To do <laughs> John, you're not a hot 21 year old woman. I'm so confused. No, no, I'm, I'm not 21. <laughs> but, well played uh, well played yeah. Uh, but yeah no we we would do a lot of um work my way around and got into some people to do like i said some pretty some pretty high level events um movie premieres and stuff like that and so we, we would rent out spaces um and especially when i was at fox we, we would do that a lot too um so yeah i mean it's like it's not a, a club per se that people go to but it is a lot of a-list clientele there uh, that you're dealing with. And again, a lot of those, it's such a set thing. And it's like, they all, they, they know the game. Like they're there, mm-hmm. half of them are there contractually because they have to be there to promote the movie or television show. You right. Know? And so they, they come in and it's actually really, um, there's a lot of pressure to get things right, but it's not that difficult because kind of everybody knows what's going on. You know, I, like I, I've, I've never been like just at some 
some club in Hollywood at, 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 at three in the morning. Well, I'm not serving. I've been, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are, I have friends that have done that and that's just, you know, ecstasy fueled nightmare after a while. <laughs> but again, I'm sure like anything else, you, you just build a certain a tolerance to that, you know, and then you uh, dealing with people that are really fucked up coming to you and everything else, you know? So, yeah, well, I was, I would say, man, like, do you have any of those stories of just like, complete like trashed people coming up to you and like uh, yeah there's one guy I who want. I, I cut I, I rare to cut people off but you know this guy I, I couldn't you know he's he's shit faced and you know mm-hmm. and, and, you know there is a liability if I serve him a drink and he goes off and runs over a, a, a nun and five kids and that's on me too and I, not only legally but you know my conscience Mor- morally uh, right yeah yeah morals <laughs> but uh, you, <laughs> I've heard of him. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, he was up there and he, he was like, you know, let me get, and I'm like, it's cool. And I'm like, buddy, you know, um, no offense, nothing on you, but uh, just legally, man, I, I can't, I can't serve you anymore. You know, I'm, I'm going with your night, whatever, but you can stay here and I give you cokes, whatever, but I can't, I can't serve you. And um, he's like, all right, right. And left and came back. And then he's getting more and more uh, angry about it. Um, oh shit. And so then I'm just kind of like, fuck you. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, now you have a choice. You can, you can stay or call the cops and jail. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, he was like, this was like at, at eight or nine o'clock. And so I'm going to be those two thirty 30 or three. He and was that like, fucked up at like eight, yeah, nine o'clock he started at noon or something. And it was, I think it was a, it was a Saturday. So, you know, he'd been day drinking, but, uh, he, he was, Oof. you know, he's, he's like, I'm going to be waiting for you outside in the parking lot. And I said, you know what? That's going to be like six hours from now. If you're still <laughs> up and standing six hours from now and remember that this actually, this exchange took place, then yes, uh, you know what? I, I will be there for you, you know, and I'll beat you there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get the first hit because I will be so <laughs> impressed that you were still up. But no, that's, it's again, you know, we, we, there are some incidents, but you learn how to handle that stuff too, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and of course, girls that are all fucked up and they're getting more and more flirty with you. And you're like, yeah, I get it, but you still can't, I still can't serve you. <laughs> you know, you're very attractive and I wish I could. But I, I'm unfortunately, again, by yeah, law, I'd like to keep my job. You know, if you're willing to uh, pay my bills, then that is an option, right? But that right. doesn't seem to no. be the case. No, 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 no. Because you're trying no. to drink for free as well. And, and so. yeah, yeah. The, the more the more fucked up they get, the, the less percentage on the tips become anyway. So I'm like, this is this is a not a good return <laughs> for me on this. All the risk and other rewards. Yeah. Right, right. Which is you know it's interesting because you'd think I mean to uh, I guess the layperson that like the more fucked up you get the more that you're like, here's like a hundred dollars. Right. But you're saying that it, like, it, it depends the opposite. You know? or, yeah. Especially again, like, you know, you work in those kind of bars and it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> listen to me. These young kids, these whippersnappers <laughs> men with, with, with their iPhones and their, and their, you know, their TikTok and they, you know, mm-hmm. they, you know but uh, um, yeah, it's, you get, and you can kind of tell too. My, my, my buddy calls them the high rollers that come in, you know, a certain rollers. way they carry themselves. And they typically are like the least demanding on stuff too. There, there is, there is a scale of like the more annoying they are, the, the you know, the less tip genuinely. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, I would think, I mean, look, I've never bartended. However, I would imagine that like, if you are going to be that anal about what it is that you want, like mm-hmm. you're not going to be happy with right. the same. Right. It's, again, it's the same thing like with, with the uh, with dealing with celebrities. It's like the, the lower they are on on the totem pole of celebrity, you know, the, the the more demanding they are, the louder they are, the more like you know, please everybody notice me. 
whereas like the, you know, the, the, the real people that come in, you know, they want to be in a, a table off because they don't want to have everybody coming up and, you know, taking pictures and everything else, you know, and yeah. you, afford, you afford them that privacy. You don't make a big deal out of it. And, you know, they tip, they tip great. So mostly, yeah. So interesting. Well, like, um, without naming names, what was like the lowest tip that you saw other than zero, right? Because like yeah. zero is like just, the lowest, right? Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, when you're given that kind of level of service and this, this, people might disagree with this, but I know that 15% is like the standard, but you'd mm-hmm. be like between 10 and 15, you know, or sort of like keep Ooh. the chain and you're just like, uh, you know, all right, you, you tipped the bare minimum percentage, you know, again, and you see in a lot of places now that the, the, the gratuities put on there, you're seeing that right. a lot these days, especially actually um, in LA, we, you know, we could do some outdoor uh, seating and some of the bars, at least we could, we can't now, obviously, but um, there was a while there, a few of the bars were putting gratuity. They had signs like gratuity is going to be added. Um, I mean, cause they're just hurting, you know, and right. They're, they're trying to help out their, their staff. So, well, you know, that's a, a good segue into like, what is the bar? What is it looking like right now? Like, or prior to the lock, I mean, you guys are locked down, right? right. I'm assuming mm-hmm. there's no bars opening, but yeah. Um, it's, it's looking like nothing right now. I mean, there, like I said, there was a while there and, Fortunately, you know, like LA, like I was saying, it's it's beautiful outside right now, you know. And, and everybody, mm-hmm. in fact, I was I was in Pasadena the other day in Colorado Boulevard. They they put the um, those cement barriers, like they've taken up half the lane on the other side, and there's just tables out there, like in Old Town Pasadena. All the restaurants beside each other. I think the city was like, you know, yeah, we'll do this for you to help you out. And it's great, you know. You, right. Um, but uh, you know, all that's shut down now too. You know, there's nothing, uh, understandably, you know, but it's. Uh, and I wasn't really going out much, um, trying to be good, but you know, there's a couple of times right. you go out, it's nice and you're standing out on the sidewalk and, you know, um, even there though, there, there wasn't a whole lot of, there was some social distancing and they did like, you know, you can only do like half the capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know a lot of places are struggling some places are doing like takeout and delivery. Um, and they're doing okay because, you know, sadly they, they let three fourths of their wait staff go. So they don't have that labor cost, but they, right, and, they, and you know, but and they changed it here. You can actually order uh, drinks to go now. They mm. they changed that law here, which is really helpful because um, the percentage that the places make on booze as compared to food, it, it's there's a very narrow um, margin that they make on food sales, but where, whereas booze is is much much higher. Right, so, you know, if you can do that, then it helps. But you know, it's it's tough. Yeah, I mean, just even just thinking about just like, you know, the markup that you have, like if you buy a bottle of vodka for what, like 20 bucks, we'll just say, and an ounce, you know, you pour a standard drinks an ounce, right? Well, you can charge what? Ounce and a half, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ounce ounce and a half. You could charge what, 10 bucks, 15 bucks if you want? Yeah, 15, depending on the drink, on the vodka, yeah. Uh, Like keg beer. Buddy of mine just said that's like highway robbery. You know, you spend what's well, back in like 50, 60 bucks for a keg and you're getting, you know, a hundred drinks out of it. So at, at like eight dollars a pop. So it's you know, that, that's that's a good margin. But again, you know, so I've I've been trying to help some places out, you know. Mm-hmm. At my my taco Tuesday I go to a place called Tequila over in Hollywood and grab like a burrito and then a and a margarita to go, you know. And nice. I, I can make a margarita here, but <laughs> it's like As I we saw as we saw on your yeah. YouTube page, you yeah, can do I like, that. I like these guys, so you know we're all trying mm. to do what we can. Right. Well, good. I mean, and that's and for y'all listening, like please support your restaurants and your bars however you can. Get, get a takeout. takeout margarita. There's nothing better than having booze delivered. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And shit, you know, I mean, I will say this uh, just very quickly is that like in New York, like we have drinks to go. And I mean, we've always had drinks to go. <laughs> At least right. Right. I have always lived that life. And yeah. now uh, Mayor de Blasio made it official at this point. And I'm like, oh, finally you caught the wave. But like, yeah. you know, hey, look, I think, you know, one of the interesting things uh, that at least we see, saw here in New York is like now that like they had to reinvent things or now that you had to think critically, they're mm. seeing that it works. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, like you know, there for a long time, like you could not be drinking in public or you couldn't, you know, you'd get a ticket. Well, right. now that we're Something doing that, New Orleans, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, now we're seeing at least in New York that like, yeah, you can sell drinks. People can walk and be responsible. And, and if they're uh, not, you, you buy them a ticket or pop them, you know, it's more revenue. Exactly. Yeah. Like LA is funny. It's kind of, I don't say puritanical, but um, there was, there's always been, for, for example, there's very few bars that are just bars. Mostly, it's a lot easier, apparently, to get your liquor license if you're a restaurant and mm. you're going to sell booze as well. Just like standalone bars that don't serve food, um, it's actually, top of your head, it's hard to think of them. There's some, some, some old ones, especially like downtown, and like they've had their liquor license for literally 100 years or, you know, whatever. Right. Prohibition. Um, but yeah, newer places, um, again, you want to serve food because it's more money, but just like a little hole in the wall bar, you know, to go to, uh, very few, you know, of them, which is, yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, I think that's comparatively the difference, uh, LA, New York. I mean, how many hole in the walls here in New York, there's millions, right. right? Right. Um, and also, you know, and I wanted to ask you a little bit about this too, of just like, you know, working in LA, uh, with the bar scene, if, you know, I was out there, I don't know, gosh, I want to say five years ago, and that shit closed at one o'clock on the dot. There was yeah. no fucking around with that. Like, yeah, it's, it's he, two a.m. and like, yeah. At, oh, at two. Sorry. Yeah, at, at one forty-five, they're like drinking, but you know, they're they're coming by and they're you know they want. I mean, they also want to go home. Sure. Like yeah. After two, after one forty-five, they're not making any more money off of you. So it's like, get the fuck out. You know, we got to clean up the bar and everything else. It was good. You got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they, they, they would combine like, oh, yeah, man, they, you know, at 205 places. And we did, we did the same thing when I was doing that too. You know, it's like, everybody, everybody, you got to sell up, you got to get out. And you start because everybody's drunk and you, know, you start that at like 140 or 130, mm-hmm. you know, and you kind of stop serving at 140. Like, you know, you're not going to finish it in 20 minutes. Um, and yeah, if you, that, that, they, they've been trying to change that for a while here. They've, they've been trying to extend it to like three or four. I mean, there's, you know, there's some reasoning to it. There's a lot more driving out here as opposed to New York. And That's, so at 2, 2 a.m., you know, you throw them all out on, you know, on the road. Lyft has made a big difference for that you know, apparently here. So Yeah, I, well, I was going to say, I, I feel you kind of took the words out of my mouth of just like how like in New York, like, yeah, I can get, you know, drunk as shit. And then just, you know, jump on the train and go home. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if I'm in, I don't know, whatever, Silver Dude, Lake. City, and, right. Yeah. And yeah. I got to get to wherever the hell I'm going. I don't know, the hills. I don't know the geography of L.A. like that. But I'm assuming you have to travel a far distance. There's a bit of hand. driving, yeah. Um, people tend to, I think especially now, because just, well, I, every, I say now, everything is pre 2020. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. uh, nothing's happening. But before right. that, I, people tend to, because it's just so big, you know, like a, there's, there's bars I live in Santa Monica, but that's a, that's, I live in Hollywood. That's like a 40 minute drive easily. 
right you know? so then you, when you're when you're done with the night then you got to drive back 45 minutes you know and uh, and if you're Ubering or lifting, that's twenty five. That's gonna be a fifty dollar night just on that. So we tend to cluster in you know our own little neighborhoods. I go out to bars in Hollywood or maybe West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. People on the West Side go out on the West Side. It's really um, people stay in, in their neighborhoods, really. Yeah. And for that for that very reason, you know. And if, or if you're gonna go to some place, it's like it's a special. Or we're going to I don't know Santa Monica or something. You know, that's that's a, a thing you know an event or you don't do that on a whim like oh i'm gonna go to that bar in santa monica because it's yeah it's not easy yeah i would say i mean again like you said it's gonna you're gonna rack up like a 60 dollar lift or something like that cheaper than a dui but still (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah those tend to be like seven thousand eight thousand dollars from what i've heard or what i see yeah and spending the night in jail yeah not that i've done it but i know a few people and yeah so i've heard right So, well, let me ask you, uh, just with that sort of, uh, hard out at like 140, um, have you, do you have any sort of memories of those who are like, I'm not leaving, like, fuck that, that sort of thing? People tend to know, um, they're so used to it. You know, you, you definitely get all the money from them, you know, make sure they sell the bill. And so at that point, like if they're sitting there talking, whatever, while I'm cleaning up the bar, whatever that, they're not getting another drink. And. But yeah, for the most part, people. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it happened. I don't really remember it. That somebody was like, "Oh, come on, man, just just one more beer, or whatever." And it, but sure. Like, ah, fuck off. You know, and it, it's they get it. You yeah. Because it, it's, it's just everywhere, you know. And we were remember we were actually kind of lenient in the sense that, like, you know, we two fifteen ish. You know, people going out, but you can get busted for that too. You know, like well, you said, was... whatever tip they're going to give you is certainly not worth it if there happens to be a cop outside seeing that there's a still a beer on the table at, at two ten. You know. And that's your ass, and it's not worth it. So, well, I was going to do the do the cops like kind of patrol that sort of thing? Of, I, like, I don't think so. At two a.m., they got bigger things to worry about. <laughs> you know, I, but there, there's ALE, you know, alcohol law enforcement. Um, this it was kind of seemed like more of a thing when I was back in Carolina. I think just because LA is just it, it's so damn busy. You know, they could have a hundred cops out. The chances that you're going to see one are slim because it's just such a big area to cover. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they they certainly would be out. They they would, but they they would, uh, you know, they bust you for that, or they'll send somebody to the bar who may or may not be twenty. They don't look twenty. Usually, they would have to like over twenty five or thirty before you don't card them. You know, and they bust you for that type of stuff. That's why a lot of places out here now they they have somebody checking ID at the door. Um, right. Like, and it doesn't matter if you look like you're you're eighteen or seventy eight. They did. They just card everybody. You know, across the board, so then they can say, hey, you know, we carded everybody. So. Which, you know, I guess to those points, too, of just, like, if you're going out, like, you, why don't you have your ID? Like, right. you ha- yeah. like that's just part of the game. Like, you right. got to fucking have some identification. Actually, right? I spent my 21st birthday. I was in New York City. Um, uh, Go my on. My girlfriend, girlfriend of the family <laughs> was going to school there. Uh, I took the train up North Carolina. I'm like, oh, I'm 21. And of course, it's New York City. Nobody carded me. Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> you know? I, was, it? I was like, and I was drinking, for some reason, I was drinking gin and tonics then. Um, it's a fine drink, but not like to have 15 of on your 21st birthday. <laughs> um, I Probably not. We're in the hotel, woke up naked in the bathtub with my girlfriend, like, you know, you're not sleeping in the bed. <laughs> so that was, that was my, yeah. That. I'm really proud of that. Yeah, so glad. I High water mark. The world. Yeah, and now that lives forever. Um, now, well, let me ask you. Uh, so, do you have any of those stories of like those 21st birthdays at the bar of just like, oh my god, these people uh, are monsters, yeah. or just the birthday party in general where you're like, come on, y'all. 
Uh, it's again, it, it tends to be, yeah, with, with the, I call them the kids again because you know, but they are, they are. <laughs> um, I could be their dad now, but yeah, they, they come in and again, it's all like, let's, let's get a, you know, God, the worst thing, um, the, the, um, Long Island iced tea, you know, it's like you're like, yeah, you've you graduated. <laughs> yeah, like you don't, you don't ever have to drink that again. You, know? you don't. You can have yeah. some respect for yourself uh, yeah. in, in what you choose to drink. You know, that's why I remember the last time I have, and I kind of, I kind of feel like, what the fuck's in this? I'm just grabbing bottles. <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? You know, does this just have? Oh yeah, triple sec. You know, just grab four bottles and pour them in a glass and top it with some coke and throw it over. They're they're gonna drink it. Yeah, so. yeah, I was gonna say it's. I I couldn't imagine that you're gonna have one like <laughs> make one have it sent back. Like you know what? No, that's, that's I, the nose on this is just not right. <laughs> yeah, you know I, yeah. the notes just aren't hitting like my normal. No. You know my normal Long Island iced tea. So <laughs> I just I'm yeah, not interested. Diet Coke in this, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, we we tried to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah, you get that, and again, you're like, well, okay, we're gonna attack the gratuity on this, and. You know, mm-hmm. they're fun sometimes. Yeah, no, I mean, again, I don't mean to come across as crotchety old man, but when you're bartending, you, you get to that for a while. You you instantly lose a little bit of respect for somebody when they order just some ridiculous drink like that. And you're like, come on, man, really? Just have a beer. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, are the beer like, is great, you know? yeah, just drink a beer. You know, It'll take you where you need to be. You know, um, like, yeah, the, the whole like, let's get as drunk as we can as fast as we can. And you're just like, oh no, that's. You, you grow out of that, you know. You want to want to stretch it out. You want to, yeah. Hopefully, you want to, hopefully, hope, you do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, man, there are some that are out there to prove a point at fucking forty, forty-five. Like I'm getting hammered. Fuck yeah, that. Watch me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this tonight, right? Yeah, then it just gets sad. Yeah. yeah, that's that's no that's nowhere to nowhere to be, right? Yeah. So, um, so let me ask you, uh, again, having worked so many different bars, um, I'm sure you've seen a couple, a uh, couple fist fights perhaps, or some of those outside. Um, yeah, that's, that's the bouncers. That's, that's there. That's, that's, that's there. Um, very rarely does it. I mean, I, I've seen arguments that have started inside that have gotten dragged outside and like half the bar goes out to to watch mm-hmm. you know, like cool i get a chance to clean up and <laughs> cut some fruit and you know shit that i need to do um yeah again it, 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 these the bar i worked at it was it was kind of it was trendy like this again this is back in o2 like no doubt would come in there and like i said like, oh wow it was like it was kind of like a, a trendy place los Feliz. It, los Feliz is the i guess the, the brooklyn of of la you know yep and, and, i get you okay people from both coast are like what no but anyway that's that's how i'm going to describe it and so it has a certain i get it coolness level to it you know where it's not just like a club on hollywood boulevard but you, you are going to see that and i've seen that spilling out on the streets but fortunately I, I have not had to work those places so Ooh, yeah <laughs> thank god well, thank you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah luckily so that that hasn't been hasn't been part of your life man yeah just um, the one guy who's you know we're gonna fight in the parking lot still waiting for him but you know, <laughs> yeah to, you know. i was gonna you know it's funny i wanted to come back to that like when he like was was he making a scene with it or was no, it he was actually he was actually pretty quiet he was you know he's kind of a uh, uh, clint eastwood like you know <laughs> you know, you know man, i'm just like uh, again which it wasn't like uh, i called the cops or anything i'm like all right man you know, I, I just felt bad for him, you know. Sure, it's, yeah. Like, it's, you're, barely, you're barely walking out of here, man, but sure, okay. As long as, you know, it doesn't pull out a gun or something, but you know, right. never, never, never had that happen, thank God. But, yeah, it's like, all right, buddy, 
You know, it's funny. We uh, there was an episode we did of this where uh, this guy was working a brunch, and uh, there was a shootout at the brunch, and it's like you never know what's going to happen here. Yeah. And this... not, not, that's what brunches are for. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those mimosas Is... will bring it out. I'd say. You will. Those you will. Mimosas bring out violence. Violence to people. Yeah. You will pull a. You will pull a pistol quick, fast, and in a hurry. You know yeah. what I mean. I will uh, say that there was at the, the um, this bar in Los Feliz. Uh, unfortunately, and now it's something I have to live with the rest of my life. But I did see a ghost there and i don't believe in any of this shit talk about I, it I, this I was, is and great I, and i was i was completely sober within it was like three in the morning um i was uh, inventory or i was counting or uh, in the night reports that, that kind of shit that you do um mm. and the building was is from like the, the the teens or 20s um and we would hear like stuff upstairs all the time we figured it was rats you know you hear stuff walking around sure. and uh so I'm, I'm doing stuff and i hear something and i look over and there's this woman wearing this, this white dress and it looks like period, like it like be in, in the twenties or thirties. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm just must be really tired. Again, I, I swear to God, sober, hadn't smoked or drank anything, you know, no but, shit. And, I, and I you were by yourself, down, by myself. And then I, I look back and she's still there. I look back down and I look back and she was gone, but I'd heard her. I, I, I heard somebody, like, you know, when you feel somebody in the room, like, yeah. Like, like, yep. And, and, First, first thing I thought was, God damn it. Now I have to believe in this because <laughs> like, I saw it, you know, and, and I, I, and I, I want, I wish if I had had, like, if I had had an ounce of anything to drink, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I was tired and fucked up. But no, I was, I was awake. I was fine. And I saw what I saw and I'm not, I don't, Shit, man. I don't preach it. I don't, you know, believe, believe what you want to believe or anybody else. But I'm like, I saw that, you know, and I knew that there was, um, you know, it, it had a history of like, there was some across the street uh dresden room people may know that it's kind of a famous old bar in la mm-hmm. that's right across the street um and apparently the, the girlfriend of the owner had, had gotten shot or something or some some folklore to do with that so like maybe it was Whoa. Her. but yeah i'm like damn it <laughs> I've seen yeah. a ghost now i can't i can't be one of those guys like i look complete bullshit i'm like well except that's the not real. time i i saw it yeah so yeah, look, I, I will say this. Uh, in the the history of doing this show, this is the first ghost story that we've had. Um, she was just chill. She was just looking at me, and I, I was like, oh. you know, I, and I wasn't scared or anything. I, I really, it was more like, am I really seeing this? I look back, I'm like, yeah, I'm really seeing this guy. <laughs> now, let me ask you, like, if you were, I mean, clearly, I, well, like, is this like a vivid, do you remember like exactly what she looked like and all that? Uh, yeah, she blonde, like a white, I remember the dress really, because it was such, it was such a, it wasn't somebody walked in off the street. It was like a period piece. And, yeah. Right. You know, right. And I, and she didn't look like somebody where they would look in, in 2005, whatever it was. Um, and the way that she was just looking at me, but forgive me for saying, but like looking through me type, you know, like she wasn't, we weren't having a conversation type thing. Sure. Um, right. Right. And then the fact, you know, and I, and I turn around and, and it's gone, you know? Um, yeah, that was now and that's what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Look, I mean, it like, and I like, as you're telling the story, I'm thinking like, was it like that sort of like, could you like see through her? Like, you know, how it's always like that sort of like, no, Not but it, like, it, it almost, it's almost like she was in black and white. I mean, she wasn't, but mm-hmm, uh, right. didn't look it just, she didn't look like somebody from that time period looked. 
you know, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, no, I, it wasn't like I couldn't like see through her. She wasn't glowing or anything, but yeah, there's just something about it. It, it was, you, it was almost like a projection, you know, like if somebody had a projector and was projecting a movie, uh, okay. kind of looked like that, you know? God so, damn. That's yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Yo, John. I, I finished Count of the Money and I was like, all right, and I, I never, never, and it's been the, the, the place now, um, I was there a couple of years ago and they'd redone it. And the upstairs, if we just stored shit up, like chairs and tables and all, they've turned mm-hmm. that into like a whole, like another like place for dining and everything else. Right. Uh, which is strange that you're back there and it's like, wow, this, you know, that's, that's where it was. Every time I go in there, I think about it, you know. That's can, the place. You know, yeah. It'd be interesting to talk to anybody else who's worked there and then like, have you seen this person? Like, have you had anyone had they, that experience? They, well, I, mean, I, and I told some people and we had talked about like, again, like you said, you would hear, it would sound like somebody was walking around upstairs, but it's mm-hmm. an old building. It's, it's LA. It's probably been through a dozen earthquakes. So, you know, it's freaky or whatever. Sure. Uh, but yeah, there, there was, um, I wasn't the first to say that like, there's something, something seemed a little weird there, but yeah. Dude, yeah, John, that's fucking wild, man. <laughs> look. Never well, seen anything like that since, but you know, that's, but I, you know, what, again, I don't, if somebody, I don't question now if somebody believes what they believe and. Sure. Yeah. And look, man, you know what? I, uh, I, this is a podcast. I would not think you would lie about it, sir. <laughs> there no, is. No, that it, it happened. That is a hundred percent. Well, listen, John, thank you so much for coming through and hanging out here at uh, open bar talk, man. Um, Fill some time on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad (laughs) I'd only be at brunch right now, but you know, you saved money and you have, uh, your story now lives forever uh, (laughs) in the, uh, in the world of, uh, of open bar talk. So, we are going to get into our next segment, which is uh, questions for our guests. Uh, again, I wish I was more clever to come up with a better name for it, but this is my show, and that's what this is where it's we are same. with it. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it just it's it works, right? Because that's what it is. And that's what we're doing. So these are five questions that we Got ask uh, our guests here um, about the life of a bartender. They're stretching out over uh, there. Our lack thereof, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or our complete lack now at this point in the pandemic era that we're in. Um, but uh, first question I got for you is, uh, what is the biggest misconception people have about being a bartender? Uh, I think that I will speak for, uh, if I may, uh, speak for women bartenders who uh, so, Unfortunately, you know, being nice is misconstrued a lot by guys at a bar. And, and you, one thing you hear from every female bartender is like, no, I don't want to fuck you, but I, you're stupid <laughs> right. and I'm getting tips out of you. Uh, you know, it, it basically is like you guys, you're never going to pull the bartender. It, it's just it's just not going to happen. She doesn't really want anything to do with you besides your money. You no. know, so it's nice and it's funny and you know, it's, it's, everything's going that she, she you're not going to pull her. So. I would say that is a misconception for all, for all the men out there. Let it go. Just order your drink, be, be respectful, <laughs> leave a good tip. And that's it. That's, you know, that's why she's smiling at you. That's, you know, that's why if, if she's wearing something that's sexy, or whatever, that, that, because it gets more money out of you and that's it. <laughs> that's really what it is, fellas. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the sooner you learn that, the better I feel like, you yeah. know, yeah. so you get all angry when nothing happens in the night. You know, I've seen, I've seen that, you know, guys are like, she's like, bye. And he's like, well, you know, she's like, no, you're not getting my number. You know, the guys, yeah. like, dude, no, it never, ever happens. 
And if what? you do, you pull a barge, you know, you you are a master. <laughs> you know, you're actually very attractive. Or you know, the way you do it is like actually be a nice guy. You know, and, and yeah. So and don't get hammered. No. Uh, that's probably not the most attractive thing. If one were to, were to pick up a bartender, I would assume that being completely drunk is not the way to do that. No, no, nope. sir. So um, question number two, what is the biggest tip that you have received as a bartender? Um, customer giving me the, the, the keeper Sutherland when he was, Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I worked for events where there was like a big gratuity stacked on there, but I was splitting that with, with people. Like the biggest number amount would be like some sort of big party we work, but individual, you know, doing it would, would be him. God damn. Mr. Sutherland, if you're out there, you know, I, again, <laughs> that, you made, made my night on that. So and salute to you, Keith, Keith Sutherland. All right. Uh, question number three, what is your biggest pet peeve of a customer? What is the one thing? you do not want them to do? Uh, I think I think we touched upon um, ordering bullshit drinks. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, something that, that takes 15 liquors and I'm, and I'm busy and, you know, and then like being specific about it. Like, oh, use the Bacardi in that. And like, there's 15 other liquors in here, you, you know, and you really, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, that. Um, people who jump ahead in line at the bar when it went, when a busy Ooh. bar, like, I, you know, a good bar, he knows who, who's coming up. He or she knows like, you know, who's next. And because you're louder over here, because you're waving money around, it's like, yes, I, I know you're going to pay for this. <laughs> you showing me the money is, is not going to expedite this. Just be cool and come up and get your drink and, and know what you want. You know, it's like you've been, we've been four deep at the bar and you come up and you're like, uh, what kind of bourbon do you have? And you're just like, motherfucker, what is your drink? <laughs> Once you get to be like 22, 23, you, you need to have a drink. Like right. this is your, I know, let me get a, uh, you know, uh, uh, makers and whatever, you know, whatever your drink is, whatever it is that that's your drink, you know, or, or you get a beer or whatever. Don't experiment at the experiment by watching, you know, my YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, learn it that way, but um, yeah, know what you want when you get to the bar, especially in, it's a busy bar. So. Yeah, make sure, for God's sakes, folks, when these bars open, be on top of your shit, please. All right, question number four. If you owned a bar, what mm-hmm. would you name it? It would uh, probably be called Monks. Uh, Monks. My, I'm, as you said in the beginning, my, I'm a third. Uh, <laughs> I'm the third, actually, don't, I, I have that, it's, it's a, uh, there's a special prosecutor right now uh, named John Durham. So if you Google my name, you're going to get mm. a shit ton of stories about him because he's all, you know, all in Trump world going on right now. Oh, shit. Also, it was, it was a Screen Actors Guild thing. Uh, there's another, there another John Durham in there. So he had to get a, you know, different, I had to get the, the suffix on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so that means that my father, obviously my grandfather had the name. My grandfather, um, everybody called him Monk. I don't know why, but I thought it was kind of a badass nickname. That's pretty badass. And I think it's not a bad name for a bar, Monks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought about being a screen name until but then that show Monk was on. And I'm like, ah, no, I can't. But you know. but yeah, no, that's that's what I would that's what I would name the bar. Monks. I like it. That's a that's a strong name. I would I would fuck with it. Thank you. All right. Final question. John, what is your favorite drink? What do, what do you like to have when you are not either selling uh, alcohol or Making it up, yeah. Making, uh, making it up. Honestly, man, I, mostly now I just drink beer. If I go yeah. out, um, I do like I like a I like a Boulevardier. 
uh, that's like a Negroni. It's, it's a sweet vermouth and, and Campari and bourbon. Um, I've been liking bourbon more these days. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe just like beer and a shot or something like that. But uh, uh, yeah, it's mostly beer these days. And it's, just, it's, it's easy. It's cheap. <laughs> you know? And it, uh, and it gets the job done. It, it does. It does. It will, indeed. It will yeah. get you right. And I can, I can get up in the morning usually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Those hangovers, they, they can move a little bit swiftly. Yeah, that's, that's, I can, like, you know, I can drink as much as I always have, but it's just the recovery period gets longer and longer the older you get. So, yeah, the enzymes, you, you don't quite have them all like you used to. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I am right there. Yeah. And so, I'm, also, I'm trying to lose the COVID 19 right now. So, you know, you gotta, uh, you gotta cut that out. See what I did there? But, yeah. I saw what you did there. Listen, uh, you know, you got to, you have a good sense of humor, sir. I respect that. Uh, so those are our questions. Those are our five questions. Uh, you know, what? and, uh, we are, you won, you won, you, uh, you won. Yeah. Come on down. Uh, you are the next contestant, sir. Um, you're going to the showcase showdown. Um, so, uh, again, John, thank you so much for, uh, I really appreciate it. Really Absolutely, man. Um, now, is there is there anything you want to plug uh, again before we get up out of here? Sure. Um, so I have been killing time by making drinks on YouTube. It's a uh, channel called Food Flash. It's one word. Uh, food, actually, quick story. Um, back like and again in the aughts, like oh three or whatever. Everybody's doing that thing where they're taking pictures of their food and their drinks and all that kind of stuff. And it was on this was on MySpace. That's how long ago this was. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. imagine like a page where people like a culinary page where people like could post all their pictures. Uh, that's a great idea. And apparently, two other guys thought it was a great idea and came up with Instagram. Uh, which <laughs> that's how good an idea it was and kind of killed it, but I kept the name. And so, like I said, during quarantine, I've been experimenting, making drinks, drinks that you wouldn't normally get at a bar. Uh, we're doing like a, 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 um, a Parisian mule, things like that. Uh, just drinks that, you know, also your bartender get really mad at you if you ordered at a bar because it's got like hibiscus tea and, you know, all this other stuff in it. But, uh, it's some fun drinks we're making over there. Um, and you know, stuff you can make at home. And again, it's called it's called Food Flash, one word, Food Flash on YouTube. Look it up. Look for this face on there. And we have about twenty two episodes. Be doing a couple more today and or tomorrow nice. and next day. And yeah, so thank you. Yeah, please. Yes, uh, listeners, please go check it out. Um, I watched I watched some episodes before we came on. They're really great. Uh, if you want to learn how to make some drinks, full of hilarity. Full of hilarity and wit. Uh, John is a very witty man. Uh, You will enjoy the videos as much as I do. Witty for 2020 as we... Yeah. Yeah. uh, There's a couple knock-knock jokes in there that you all really appreciate. Some dad jokes. jokes. Come on. Who doesn't like a dad joke? Come on now. Um, 15 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is uh, that is our episode. Uh, again, John, thank you so much for hanging Thanks, out. Man. I really um, If you want to find our show again, you can do that at anywhere you get a podcast: iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, underneath your car, wherever you get podcasts is a place to get them. Rate, review, subscribe. You know that really helps uh, people find our show, and be dope if you did that. Um, also, be sure to email at openbartalk at gmail.com. Uh, love to hear from everybody out there who's listening. It'd be really dope. Uh, of course, you want to find me. I am at Jim Search on all social media. And jimsearchcomedy.com uh, is another good place to see jokes and things like that. Um, so, you know, that's going to do it for us. Uh, make sure you put a water between each drink, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.